Our mission is uh, specifically to encourage and challenge people to seek intimacy with God every day. How do you unlock the full potential of your influence and create the lasting change that you are destined for? I am your co-host, Dave Donaldson. Thanks, Dave, and I am your co-host, Scott Young. Welcome to the Influencers Podcast. Join us each week for exciting stories and strategies from leaders, experts, and professionals from around the globe. As we are empowered to make an impact that resounds from your neighborhood to the nations. Welcome to the Influencers Podcast, and we are here to see the influence of your life grow, that you would influence your world and the world you live in. We're going to have a great podcast today, Dave Donaldson has ironed out all his technical issues today. He's actually going to participate. We're very glad about that. And he's developed such an amazing staff, an amazing team that brings incredible influencers into this program. One of the great things we like to do on the Influencers Podcast is have people that are making a difference in the world. And when you work with an organization that touches 500 million people and gets them to read the most important book in the world, you're having a conversation with an influencer. Brian Russell is our guest today, and he's a director of YouVersion, the makers of the Bible app and the Bible app for kids. Under his leadership, YouVersion teams design biblically-centered experiences, and they encourage and challenge people to seek God every day. Before joining YouVersion, Brian served as a missionary, so he has a passion for souls and for the mission of Christ. Brian and his wife, Maureen, have been married for 20 years, and they have four children. And Brian, I've done a study. Great men of God have four children, so you are in a great club. Welcome to the podcast, Brian. Glad you're with us. Hey, thanks, Scott. Uh, it's great to be here, Scott and Dave. Really looking forward to it. Some people, you know, there'll always be someone that says, What's you version? Tell us a little bit about what's the story behind the Bible app, what you feel the mission of the Bible app is, and especially as we're beginning a new year for people to engage the Word of God. Yeah, so the idea for you version actually birthed out of uh, some ponderings that our founder was going through or experiencing in 2006, wondering if there was something that we could build that would actually help him engage better with the Bible. And he and others on our staff, uh, even though they were pastors and on a pastoral staff, were recognizing that they weren't engaging in Scripture as much as they would like. And so we launched a website in 2007, and not a lot happened, actually. So uversion.com launched, and neither from the outside, uh, people visiting it and using it, nor even in our own lives did we really see a whole lot happening. And, you know, here in our organization, we're not afraid to try things and then shut them down if they're not working. And we were um, actually considering doing that, uh, actually leaving the project. But before we did that, um, we tried optimizing the site for mobile devices. So in that time, it was a lot of Blackberries um, and some other web-connected devices. And something pretty cool happened when we did that. Our staff started engaging in Scripture more, mm. and traffic to the site started increasing. Now that it was even more accessible to people and the site was usable on devices that we were starting to carry around with us all the time. And then 
it was right around this time that Steve Jobs announced that there would be this thing called the App Store. And uh, we didn't know exactly what that meant. Uh, all we knew was that Apple was considering uh, letting third-party developers con contribute apps um, that would be available on the iPhone. And so we built one. And we weren't sure if it would pass review and be accepted into the store, but sure enough, the day that the App Store opened, um, the Bible app was one of the first 200 apps available. And those of us on iPhones found ourselves now engaging in Scripture even more. Hmm. And we did that kind of with the idea of, you know, if 75,000 to 100,000 people download this app in the first year, then this is probably a project worth continuing to invest in. Well, in the very first weekend, we saw 83,000 people install wow. the app. Mm -hmm. and, and now you fast forward to today, we've just celebrated 500 million unique wow. devices Incredible. that installed the app. Yeah, and to this day, uh, we continue to build things uh, largely for ourselves, things that we think will help us grow closer to God and create those daily rhythms of connection uh, with Him. And so you, you asked about our mission our mission is uh, specifically to encourage and challenge people to seek intimacy with God every day. And we're about doing that for ourselves, but we also hope that in the process we're doing that in ways that help other people. And that's 100% uh, what we're about, what we're focused on, and why we do what we do. So good. You know, when you put on the full armor of God, as it says in Ephesians, uh, the first one is to shod your feet with peace and readiness for the gospel. I love that story, that God gives you this vision, and then Steve Jobs announces that you'd be able to uh, build and develop apps you know, for their sites and then eventually all their products. Think about that. You know, yeah, incredible. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. And we've, we've sometimes said that Steve Jobs has been... Uh, what has been used of God as one of the biggest distributors of the Bible in history. God can do that. <laughs> hey, I love it. Now, you know, surveys and media reporting would lead us to think that uh, Bible literacy is like falling off, you know, the face of the earth. Uh, but you know the truth. It's actually the opposite, especially during COVID, where we've seen an increase in people reading the Bible. Uh, Brian, share with us uh, some of the data because... I'm here reading some of these statistics and unbelievable. Yeah, just as you said, we have actually seen the opposite of downtrends in scripture engagement um, over the years. Year after year, every single year that we have uh, been in existence, we've seen a steady incline and continual incline in people engaging with scripture. And as you mentioned, 2020 was a particularly large year of Bible engagement increase. So in just about every area that we measure, um, and I'm talking things like Bible plan completions, searches in the app, Bible chapters read or listened to, uh, bookmarks or highlights of verses, video views, verses shared, across the board, we saw a, about 20 to 30 percent year-over-year growth in 2020 in all of those areas, and in some areas, um, a lot higher than that. And what's been really neat to see this year is that while a number of digital platforms 
are, have kind of uh, gone from their peak last year during the height of the pandemic um, have actually uh, decreased this year. We're not seeing that with Uversion. So those new levels of engagement that we saw uh, a rise to in 2020, throughout 2021, we saw those levels um, maintained and even grow um, above the levels that we had reached in 2020. And I'll just give you a few examples, specific examples. This year alone, or uh, the, the complete year of 2021, we saw more than 56 billion chapters of the Bible read. Mm. We, we saw 8 billion chapters of the Bible listened to, uh, audio Bibles listened to. 555 million Bible verses were shared outside of the app to text messaging um, apps or through social media. Searches in the Bible happened more than 329 million times. 1.4 billion days of Bible plans were completed. And then people watched 500 million videos uh, through Uversion. So our, our campaign theme, when we passed 500 million installs, when we hit that milestone, we, we had a campaign theme that uh, said the Bible is alive. That was uh, what we really wanted the messaging to be around that milestone because we feel that that's the real story. These stats that I just shared and 500 million cumulative installs, those are simply evidence of the fact that the Bible is alive and well. It's alive and well in 2022, and it's alive in the sense that it's still actively transforming people's lives. And it's in many different languages. What, uh, 1,700 plus languages? Or? That's right. Yeah, that's a passion of ours is to provide the opportunity for people of every single language group to be able to engage in Scripture in their heart language or the language that's most dear to them. So it's, we celebrate that there are 700 or 1,750 plus uh, languages right now, but we also see that number and think, man, we have a lot of work to do. There's a lot of work to do on the Bible translation side of things, but then also us getting brand new uh, Bible translations into version, so that someday, hopefully, we're able to celebrate 6,000 or 7,000 languages uh, in version. Do you have a team of people that works at Bible translation? How does that come to you? So we ourselves, our team, does not work specifically in Bible translation. We do a lot with translation when it comes to the app interface, to Bible plan content, to other uh, things that we offer in the app or communication that we do with our Uversion community. So we offer a complete experience, if you will, around the app interface and email communication and content in about 70 languages. And we yeah. do have uh, translation volunteers, literally... Uh, thousands of volunteers around the world that donate their time to help make that possible. When it comes to Bible translation, we leave that to the Bible experts, sure. the uh, scholars, and, and those who are specifically skilled in translate, uh, translating scripture. And, and yet, we did feel that we wanted to be a part of helping in that area of things. And so, five years ago, we started raising support and awareness to the Bible translation cause. And one of the things that we celebrate over these last five years, in addition to 
the, the engagement that we see happening in Uversion and all of that is that Uversion users, the community of Uversion, has given four and a half million dollars that has gone directly to these Bible translation efforts. And we partner with um, many great organizations around the world, Bible societies, Wycliffe uh, USA, Seed Company, SIL, uh, many groups that are focused specifically on translation of scripture. Uh, Biblica is another one. And your desire, all of these languages, is for your mission, you said, was to create intimacy with God. How, how does this ancient book create relevancy in today's world and then across so many cultures? Yeah, you know, I'm reminded of uh, a lady that I had the pleasure of meeting in the country of Gabon. This, this would have been, I think, four years ago. So this, this is someone who um, speaks French, and she's had access to scripture in French for years, but I was actually in Gabon for the dedication of the first chapters of the Bible into the Obamba language. So Obamba was her um, first language, her mother tongue, her heart language. And she made a statement to me that until today, God has felt like the God of other people. But hearing God's word in Obamba, wow. we recognize that God is our God too. And so that's, that's one thing related to language that um, really impacted me and helped me see how getting it into various languages of the world helps it become alive in people's hearts. And then just another thing that we observed, I'll kind of go back to 2020 and when uh, the pandemic really was um, sweeping across the globe and there, there seemed to be kind of global shutdowns and, and the whole world was sort of in turmoil. We saw some specific areas of growth of usage in our app. One of those was the area of search. So almost overnight, search in our app increased 200%. And if you look at 2020 compared to 2019, people in our app were searching for things 200% um, more times than they were the year previous. And it seemed like more people than ever were going to the app, they were going to the Bible, looking for answers to specific questions or concerns, um, answers to the problems that they were facing or the fears that they were facing. And we did a, a look at the trends throughout 2020, and it was very moving to see those trends shift from things like pestilence, fear, plague, anxiety, worry, in early March and then uh, into April, and to see those shift to things like peace, healing, hope, um, as the pandemic stretched on. And so to answer your question, I believe that uh, people in tumultuous times, like we've been in um, in many different ways over the last couple of years, I think that people are going to the Bible looking for help and looking for answers, and we rejoice uh, when they're able to find those. Yeah. It, it's, you have a lot of different features with the Bible app, and version's best-loved features, most-used features. What, what do people really like about the version Bible app? Yeah, I'd like to think they like everything about it, but uh, <laughs> I'll, um, I'll point out a few features that I do know um, are particularly 
uh, enjoyable or used a lot by people. So one of those has been in the app almost from the beginning. It's uh, Bible plans or devotionals. And this has been a very loved feature from very early on. But now, instead of just offering a handful of reading schedules to help someone, say, uh, get through the Bible in one year, now, thanks to generous partners all over the globe, we're able to offer more than 20,000 devotionals that are focused on very different themes, ranging from relationships to anxiety or deep dives into specific sections of Scripture. And again, this has resulted in... Uh, 2021, 1.4 billion days of Bible plans completed. And it's hard to even wrap my mind around that. So I did the math. And that means that for every calendar day, 3.8 million Bible plan days are being completed uh, by people. So that's a kind of an oldie but goodie uh, feature, if you will. A couple of the newer, most loved features, I would say, are our verse of the day stories feature and guided prayer. So verse of the day stories is a feature that it resembles the UX or user experience of say Instagram stories or Facebook stories, but it's centered on that day's verse. And it includes a short video by a communicator who's unpacking um, either commentary around that day's verse or just explaining how that verse has had a specific meaning in their life and it's been amazing to see this feature not just um, start it by users, but actually start it and gone all the way through and complete it 160 million times in 2021. Wow. And then uh, Guided Prayer is a similar UX, but uh, offers specific uh, prayer journeys each day. And so we've heard from many users who maybe felt like they should be praying more or they had a desire to pray, but they didn't know how to pray. And they've written to us and let us know that this feature has been really useful in just guiding them in how to get started in prayer. And then at the same time, even for seasoned intercessors, we hear great reports of how they're using this feature as a supplement to their prayer life and being able to focus and center each day on a specific theme and kind of do a journey along with the rest of the YouVersion community. Um, that's great. So yeah, those, yep. those are some of our more do you have anything new that's coming down in the next few months? New ideas? Yeah, so we're we're always thinking about new things, and we have lots of plans for new features. I'll share just a few of those. Uh, one of them is actually a feature that we've partially launched, and uh, we're about halfway through launching it. It's a podcast feature, which might be interesting to you guys. Um, so... This uh, is probably pretty self-explanatory, but it is bringing podcast into YouVersion and specifically Bible-centric, faith-centric uh, content in podcast form. And we've launched that on iOS, and it's going to launch soon on Android. And we have plans to greatly expand the content that's, that's being offered uh, in, in the feature um, offer it in many different languages. Right now, we've sort of soft launched it with eight or so different uh, podcast series in English, uh, but we want to expand that greatly. And then we have plans to work on the actual user experience around both podcast and video watching in our app. These are 
two features. Uh, podcast is new, but we believe it's going to be uh, a heavily utilized feature. And then videos is our single biggest growth feature over the last two years. Um, the growth that we've seen year over year is, is incredible and people watching the video content that Uversion offers. So we have plans to greatly in, improve the viewing experience for people and even make it easy to find other relevant content as you're watching a video or you're listening to a podcast to easily be able to go to a place in scripture that touches on that or find Bible plans or other content that touches on that theme that's being talked about. And then there's that brand new idea, the grace day for the Bible reading plan to keep your streak alive when you miss a day. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is a feature I just heard about a um, roughly 30 minutes ago, but I'm seriously uh, <laughs> contemplating it. We would yeah. really like you to pray about it. Christiane, who's part of our staff, has been reading through the Bible nine years in a row, and it would be a great favor to her to implement Grace Days. We'll uh, call it the Christiane feature. <laughs> oh, I love it. The uh, Now, you know, the Word of God does not return void. And, but God is using the U version to reach into the void, uh, unreached people around the world. Uh, share with us about what's happening and your strategy moving forward. Yeah, something near and dear to my heart, um, just from my personal background and doing cross-cultural work and living in uh, many different countries, and including some countries where maybe access to the Bible is not uh, so easy or not as easy as in um, other countries. One of the things that we're passionate about and get excited about is seeing usage in places of the world like that. And we, we celebrate that God is redeeming technology and using technology that maybe at times is used for harm or has a negative, uh, you know, results or connotations. And yet God is able to uh, redeem anything. And he's using technology today to reach places that haven't been as easy to reach in the past or maybe is able to reach in different ways. And so we're super grateful and honored to be able to partner with what God is already doing in, in those areas. And we, we also love to give credit where credit is due as far as recognizing that Uversion is not just a product of our team here and those of us who are full-time focused on it, but actually represents the work and effort and collaboration of thousands and thousands of people and ministries and organizations around the world Many, many different partners have contributed Bibles to us. They contribute them to us completely for free, let us distribute them for free. And then, as I mentioned earlier, we have thousands of volunteers who dedicate their time in answering support tickets, praying with people through a new spiritual support feature that we're, um, that we're launching, um, who translate uh, the app interface and emails and new features for us. And some of these volunteers have actually been volunteering for more than 10 years, mm -hmm. consistently week after week. And it's super humbling and uh, an exciting thing to be a part of. And, you know, a new version is entirely free. 
uh, commercial-free Bible experience. Uh, that in itself is a huge testimony to the world. Uh, how are you able to do that, and how can we help? Yeah, you know, it's actually one of our passions and core values is to provide Scripture for free for people. And I think one of the reasons or one of the things that that stems from actually goes back to our senior pastor, Craig Rochelle's story of coming to faith. And he, his story is that he was far from God, uh, living on the college campus, and someone handed him a free Gideon New Testament. And it was receiving that Bible and just reading scripture from Matthew all the way getting to Ephesians 2 and the gospel message coming to life in his heart and literally transforming him, um, changing the trajectory of his life. And there's something special for us now as a church to look and see. We've been able to give away 500 million Bibles for free when we track back that the birth of our organization and our church um, happened through the gift of one New Testament uh, to our senior pastor. So now to answer your question, how do we do what we do? You know, it's really a lot of different people. Um, specifically in 2021, it's through 85,000 people that we're able to do what we get to do. And I'll explain that a little bit. Um, first of all, our church, Life Church, has always viewed this as a digital missions effort and, and has poured millions of dollars into this project uh, from the beginning and continues to um, contribute part of its budget, just like many churches contribute part of their budget to missions efforts. This is one of the missions efforts that Life Church contributes to. And then in 2021, there have been 85,000 unique individuals who have contributed financially to the work of Uversion, even if it's just one dollar, uh, because they've been personally impacted by Uversion, or they see the desire to see our mission expanded. And it has been completely surprising and humbling uh, to see this. We actually added the ability to donate to Uversion in our app because users kept asking us to do so mm. uh, before we even offered that opportunity because our desire has always been to offer it for free. We've never had um, any sort of monetization goals or efforts with it, but yet we were asked so much that we created the feature to be able to give. And to see so many people respond is incredibly moving. And it not only is helpful practically for being able to do what we get to do and expand uh, what we're doing, we also truly believe that generosity is one of those pathways to intimacy with God. It's, it's one of those faith muscles that you can flex that, that actually helps you um, grow in your intimacy with him. And so to see 85,000 people do that uh, with you version last year um, is super, super exciting. You know, if God can get it through you, he gives it to you. And, and I've had a front row seat to the generosity of your church and your pastor through Convoy of Hope uh, with our relief and disaster relief around the world and so grateful for it. And I think it's one of the reasons why God continues to multiply your reach. Yeah, thanks for that. And thanks for the work of Convoy of Hope and CityServe and just the ways that 
people in their greatest need are able to be blessed and their needs met uh, through those ministries is amazing. So, so Brian, how does the Bible change your life? How does it increase the intimacy that you have with God? Yeah, you know, I go back to our theme for our 500 million uh, milestone, mm-hmm. that the Bible is alive. And we, we landed on that as a theme because we had two sort of concepts in mind with that. One was to try to speak against a common, yet I think wrong narrative that the Bible's declining, millennials, Gen Zers aren't interested in the Bible, because we simply don't believe that that's true. We believe that not only is it the um, most read book ever, it's the most read book on any given day today. Um, And in fact, there's more engagement in Scripture in more languages and in more places on planet Earth than ever before. And so the Bible is alive in that sense. But then that other side of the coin, which is that the Bible is alive in that it still radically transforms people. I I mentioned our Pastor Craig's example of, of how that happened years ago. I'll share just one example from our YouVersion community, and this is this is a story that represents, I think, potentially millions of stories. And it was a lady uh, named Sumu from India. She wrote to us uh, right in the middle of the the worst of the pandemic in 2020, and she said, "I suffered from depression. I felt completely lost, and yet in my desperation, I turned to the Bible app for hope." And she wrote these words. She said, I don't say this lightly, but without the app, I don't know if I would be alive today. There were days the depression was so bad that I didn't want to exist anymore. But the app helped me know Jesus, know his word, and deepen my faith that he would be my rock. I, I think that's just one tiny or one single example of this notion that the Bible is alive and how it transforms people. I think it meets people in their greatest uh, felt needs. I think it completely changes people who maybe were on one trajectory and then reading scripture completely changed them. I'll I'll share just one more example. I said I was going to share one, but I'll share another one because I can't help myself. Um, A guy named Bilal who now lives in Canada, but he grew up in Bangladesh. And he wrote to us and said that some friends of his in college, challenged him and encouraged him to read the Bible. And he decided to take them up on that because he had plans to talk them out of their faith, basically. But he says that he, he read the entire Bible in Bengali in one month. And by the end of the month, he had dedicated his life to Christ and that it radically changed him. And now he's praying for his brother's and his mom to also get saved because he knows that Jesus is the answer. So those are just two examples to answer your question as best as I know how, that the Bible is truly alive. I'm sure there are thousands, maybe millions of examples because the seeds that you guys have sown. And as we begin a a brand new year, we want to encourage people to engage the Bible. We want to encourage people, maybe they never have done it before, to begin a Bible reading plan. So how can we connect our influencing influencers 
podcast family to engage with version and to begin a Bible reading plan this year? Yeah, that's great. I think, you know, individuals listening could simply go to version in the App Store if they don't already have the app uh, or search Bible in the App Store and download uh, the Bible app and then do a search, either search for uh, Bible in one year or search for a certain theme uh, that's particularly on your heart right now. And I, and I would say just subscribe to a Bible plan that will guide you every day. And if you, if you start with a short one, then I would just encourage you to immediately start another plan and just create that habit. Keep an eye on your streak and make sure you keep it uh, ticking up every day. And I do think, you know, there's nothing magical, obviously, about January 1st. And yet, it does serve as a great restart and time to think about new habits. And often, we read about those resolutions falling off and, um, you know, it's become a joke as to how, how long did it take you before you gave up on your resolutions. And so, Leverage the features like Bible plans that we've created to actually help you stick to your habit um, by having that daily reminder and uh, tracking your progress. So good. And thank you very much for hanging out with us. Keep up the good work. That would be our hearts for you guys. Thank you so much. You blessed me personally, Dave personally, our team personally, and a lot of our friends. Thanks so much, Brian. Thank you both. I really appreciate you and the ministry that you guys are doing. God bless you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Influencers Podcast on the Charisma Podcast Network. If you enjoy our content, we would love for you to subscribe and have the opportunity to tune in to future podcasts. You can follow us on all social media platforms at the Influencers Podcast Official. You can stay up to date, hear more inspiring content, and unlock your full potential as an influencer. Remember to use your influence to create lasting change that draws the world closer to Jesus.